I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying And I'm ten toes solid on the same soil That my grandfather's was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. Yo, 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 yo. And the going to get them shall be done. We here, Shade. Gang, gang. <laughs> Good to see you. You too. Great to see you. Yes. And I hope it's equally amazing to hear us for everyone out there listening today. Yes. Or something, any day, whatever day it is. Feels good you know? today. Feels like a good day today. Something's oh in the water. God. Feels good. Yes. Just joking. Uh, no, it does. Actually, what's funny is that there's been a change of tide around here in the Spokane Valley. Um, well, a writ or the the modern day concepts of Spokane Valley at the the traditional lands of the Spokane people in which I am coming or speaking from today. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, it went from like really sunny and beautiful at the top of the day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, so cleansing, so amazing. And I sat outside to like do my virtual work. And then somewhere around like noon, there was just like a, a silver lining that coated the sky. And then there was just gusts of wind. Yeah, it wasn't uncomfortable. It almost felt cleansing. Like it was like this really like refreshing, really? like it was like saging like us, you know, like <laughs> flowing through the valley and just yes. like cleansing us. It, it actually felt really dope because uh, normally I would go inside and be like, nope, I'm over, mm-hmm. over it. Right. And then I yeah. was like, no, this actually feels really good. I was just like, oh, allowing the uh, breeze to just wash over me. I love it. Mother Nature <laughs> smudge. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So whatever notion of feeling you had about it being a good day, definitely on the same page with you. Just is There's something in the in the skies today. It was it started off sunny. I got up at like five thirty this morning. Dang, um, come on, go get her. I'm trying. <laughs> so usually about six thirty, sun starts creeping up, and it's been sunny like all day over here, which is nice. And I love the sun. So like the first thing I do is open up like my window, crack my window to hear the birds. Cause we got some very beautiful voice birds that just love to go off in the morning. Okay. So yes. I love listening to the birds and um, the sun's you got like a little Disney so princess moment right off top. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. She's kidding. But, um, uh, but yeah, so it's been a really been nice a reference. <laughs> but yeah. Good days. That's Good amazing. Day. Okay. So up at five 30, letting the sun wash over you immediately. Mm-hmm. Come on. Do you sing a song too? Do you, do you... If I could sing, I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's one trait I've always wished I had is I could sing. Cause I'd kill it. I know I'd kill it. I got the confidence. I just don't right. have a voice. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. I feel you on that. Uh, sometimes I feel guilty about not being able to sing traditional songs. So I'm like, well, I'll just sing like a good little pop song uh, and use this as, <laughs> as my go. offering to the day. Uh, <laughs> I think a go-to is Love on Top. It just feels like sunny. Oh, you go like for a- it then. That's not easy. <laughs> you know, I go for the full five rounds. No, I'm playing. All right. 
Doug. <laughs> Whistle included. <laughs> yep, it turned into a whole round of remix in the yep. trees in the backyard. <laughs> my morning uh, my morning offering to I love it. Creator to the to the earth around me. No plane. Uh, <laughs> I wish I were. Uh, I need to hear. I need to hear it, hear it one of these times. Uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe you'll hear that on a QTP soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just uh, one of the uh, uncut versions. Just didn't know it was still recording. No plane. Uh, wow. Yeah. So great day. Sounds like on both ends yes yes um i haven't done 5 30 in a while however well i laid in bed for an hour so i don't think it necessarily counts <laughs> let's say 6 30 so it averages out to like what six no blame i rolled out of bed it was like 6 30 so yeah. i opened my eyes at 5 30 <laughs> closed them and opened them back up officially at 6 30 yes <laughs> it is like a low impact meditation you're engaging in I, mindfulness i do that every morning though i can't just hop up I ha- i'll hop up like if i have to catch a flight or if i have to be someplace but otherwise i always lay there for a little bit and then get up and it's crazy because my grandma does the same thing like okay when i I was a kid i used to sleep in the same bed with my grandma and so she i just remember rolling over and be like what's wrong with you grandma like she just be laying there staring at the ceiling and then she'll sit up and she'll sit there for a good minute just sitting on the bed and then she'll stand up and start her day and now that i'm older i'm like that is so necessary yes. <laughs> to like that mentally grasp yeah you have to mentally well so she would say her prayers first so she'll be over there whispering would you wake me up I'm like all right what's going on <laughs> and then i'm like okay just hearing those s's yes <laughs> <laughs> and so now that i'm older i'm like that that is so necessary because you have to get ready for the day like you can't yes. just jump up like and um get going like it sometimes it's good to take a minute and then start your day so i always that do that wisdom. <laughs> yeah so it's it's i like it i mean an hour is a little much but (laughs) i'm a work in progress (laughs) look also all the uh the filters that we're working through right now you know social distancing virtual Mm -hmm. life all the other things so you know an hour is well deserved especially for all the uh impulse not impulses what are the things like all the things that we see Mm -hmm. um you know what are those things called i don't Uh, know I'll think of the word later and I'll just okay. like shout it out randomly. Okay, but yeah, hopefully it'll come to you. I'm just gonna let it go. Moral okay. is, uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes on, a lot that we see, a lot that comes in each day. So here you are, you know, yeah. you, you you've got space for an hour. Yeah, you gotta mentally process before you get your day going, before you but, check your phone, before you whatever, you know. Yeah. I do that. I have my phones face down every morning. Come on. Um, vibrate. Not just keeping on, like, secrets. Nick. <laughs> for myself. I'm just joking. I know. Huh? Unfortunately. Like, oh, only I had. <laughs> oh, you have no one to keep secrets from. Exactly. And I don't have the preview on. So either way, my secrets are kept. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh, but yeah i keep my phones turned over and sometimes i even hear them go off in the morning sometimes and it's just like okay like, don't touch them yet don't touch them yes. yet 
And then once I'm mentally ready, because I know once I like start responding to people or see different social media comments or whatever it is, it's like yeah. your instinct is to respond. So yep. that's when your day really starts and you'll get sidetracked from actually doing any of your rituals or doing just even having those little moments. Because it's like the, it's really kind of the moment. That's why I like getting up early, because yeah you kind of it just seems like the world's sleeping you know you don't have all that pressure to respond or all of that pressure to get things done um right then and right there so you get to do things on your time without people bugging you so <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I like that's my, beautiful I like my mornings <laughs> that's i love uh you saying that and like the the world is sleeping that's so cool mm. Because there is, yeah, there's a calm, there's a peace, there's a serenity that's it is. gained. There is. And then you feel a sense of ownership over it. It kind of makes you cherish that moment. I, oh, for you sure. Know, you know, where you're like, oh yeah, this is me, you know. For sure. Oh, it's extremely, extremely moment. pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. And then once it hits eight o'clock, then it's like, okay, you hear the kids getting ready to go to school, <laughs> the the um, the fire trucks, the police or whatever, you know, all the sirens yeah. or you know, people working on their houses, garbage, et cetera. So that's when you know life. All right. You know, we're in there and you're and most of the time. I'm already like ahead of the game. I already answered my emails. I already did this. So it's a, it's a good moment. But. Okay, you're describing that major metropolitan life. I'm like, well, <laughs> out here in my <laughs> little true. suburban <laughs> area. I get a, I get, we hear the cows like, start moving. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> what Spokane like, has a little bit of it. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm just you just hear vowel, other people so, like you hear you the know. truck, the trucks start revving exactly. up. Exactly, you know? that's what I, I'm right <laughs> on the intersection. Some of these trucks are making their entrances into yeah. some of our podcast episodes. If you really do go listen, you'll hear some of them in the background because mm-hmm. they rip yeah. through, and it's just I like, hate girl, that. girl, I hate that. Really, it's like, all right. We know the size of your package. You don't have to keep <laughs> revving up that truck like that. That's well, unnecessary. It's not always even trucks. Sometimes it's like the tiniest little hoopties, like <laughs> with like same a thing. Spoiler, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Well, I mean, I feel, the ones that don't like, have a choice, the real hoopties. It's like, all right, we got respect for you, bro. You're just trying to get. Mine's you're trying to get to that money. That it's okay. But the trucks that are like. 20 feet off the ground yeah. like unnecessarily yep. gasoline black pumping into the air you, they oh hop out gosh. and they're like it's just like all right and people rig them like though. that they go through and they take away like the efficient like the efficiency stabilizers or whatever it is i don't know the actual terms in it's car so talk annoying. It's so um annoying. my dad was watching a show i think it was on hbo and it was a guy who's going around to a bunch of controversial people and one of the people that he went around to because uh, he was doing climate change. So he's like with scientists and a bunch of like indigenous folks who mm-hmm. were, you know, on the front lines of all of our movements, you know? And mm-hmm. then he went to other people. And one of the guys that he was profiling was a man who literally goes through people's pickups and he takes away the emissions part of like their engine so that it, it creates that black smoke and it allows them to go from zero to whatever in a really quick time. And in order to do so, that's why... It has to like deregulate whatever thing, you know, so then mm-hmm. it burns quicker and that's why it goes faster like a rocket. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then the guy was like drinking and he was like littering, like while he was like doing the interview, it was just like, as a, as a native person and just hopefully just like a human being who cares about mother nature. I was just like, it was cringe city sitting there yeah. watching, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those yeah. <laughs> However, I do want to say uh, that I was uh, 
I have been getting up a little bit earlier this week over the last few days and it's been awesome. And mm -hmm. I think it really has helped with uh, how I'm feeling really good today. I did let myself sleep in just a little bit today. However, over the last <laughs> few days, and one of the major things is uh, coming off of uh, this connection that you even talk about, because I've been really bad about literally rolling over and just hopping directly to a screen. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, I just pick up my phone and then it's like, I have a few texts there. So then I just start with the text and then the texts lead to the next thing. And then at least, and then is like, I'm immediately plugged in, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I I was realizing um, this weekend, I had a lot of re really great epiphanies this weekend. So I'm really happy and like <laughs> good, and just rejoicing. However, yes. one of the really cool things was I heard this song um, and it's just a bunch of like bells and chimes and cymbals crashing. Mm -hmm. And it has kind of like this like African call in the front, like it seems like. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, it reminded me of like, like waking up ancestors of like awakening different things. And it's actually done by Daniel Caesar, the R&B artist. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's put out like a new project and it's like a whole meditation project. It's all That's instrumentals cool. and stuff. Um, it's hella dope, Loki. I listened to it the other day. Um, anyways, so then that one song, it made me think about like how I'm waking up. Uh, and like, as I was mentioning how like those charms and whatnot, it felt as though it was like awakening, like, like a call to like ancestors, like Mushu and Mulan when he's like with his like little symbol, <laughs> like, like, wake up the ancestors, you know, it kind of yeah. felt like that. Um, and, and so then I was like, oh my gosh, like this is beautiful. So I actually changed that to my alarm. So then rather setting up with like my oh, five smart. consecutive alarms that go off every 10 minutes or whatever over the course of like a half an hour, mm -hmm. uh, I was like, let me dedicate. I'll make the decision beforehand at night exactly what time to wake up. And then I'll set this like ritual. Uh, it's literally called Night Forest Ritual, the, the name of the, the track for that song. Um, and so then I let that play as my thing. And so then I lay there like you're talking about and I take a moment. So I'm like breathing and just mm -hmm. like allowing the sound to wash over me and I'm giving thanks for another day. So basically taking the approach of like celebrating the fact that I'm awakening to another day. Uh, rather than my like mm -hmm. rah, roll over and tap into a screen, you know, like taking a moment to like breathe yeah. like, and then call out to, to my ancestors, like, you know, protect me over this day, you know, like all the things, you know, help me to whatever it may be, insert blank. Yeah. Uh, and that's been kind of cool. So I, I just started this little journey uh, and it's been it. fun tapping back into like waking up early because yeah, it, it is that moment that you talk about like peace for yourself at the top of your day. Yeah, for sure. No, that sounds amazing. Like the, every morning, like the mornings are crucial because that's the start of your day. Like that projects your entire vibe for the day and like, which includes your energy, which includes just your mindset. So it's like, if you can get your mind right in the morning, yeah. that literally will determine how your day is going to go or has the power to de determine how your day is going to go. So mornings are crucial. Usually when I get up, I'll, um, I have my gratitude journal. So like every day I try to fill it up with 10 things. Like I'll do as many as I can in the morning. And then by, by the end of the night, I try to finish off that 10. Um, but that goes a long way to 
to because that just kind of gets my mind right in a sense of, okay, if anything goes wrong, I just think back to what I was grateful for. And then the problem doesn't seem so big because it's like, okay, well, at least I have this, whether it's the love for my family or my mom sent me a good night text and I missed it last night, but I read it this morning and it felt really good just to see that my mom, you know, said, I love you or, you know, so the little things, even from the sun shining or just me waking up in a good mood or whatever. So then when something does go wrong or seems like it goes wrong that day, I think back to what I wrote down. I'm like, you know what? You know, I can look at the negative or I can look at the positive. The positive is this. And, you know, I still have this. Someone can take that joy for me. And it goes a long way. So I always suggest to have some sort of ritual. I mean, don't copy mine for all the people out there, but definitely find, <laughs> you know, find what works for you because it, it really, really does help your day. And if it's like you have kids, you know, I under, I completely, well, I don't have any children, but I completely understand <laughs> the hectic, 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 hecticness of that so it's like even if it's five minutes whether it's 10 minutes it's like yeah like find what works for you because those little bits of joy really go a long way yes but anyway well (laughs) (laughs) as we talk about our morning for the last well no because yeah no (laughs) the the other part about it is like i've i mean an understanding my addiction to my phone and, mm-hmm. and, you know, here I am just thinking, oh, I'll, all I'm doing is like opening up apps. All I'm doing is this thing. Yet when I go back to the root of it, it's like, yeah, when I wake up, the first thing that I'm doing is turning to this thing, this device and this screen. And so then, yeah, it makes sense that throughout the day I'm looking to that screen for validation because I'm plugging into that as soon as I wake up, you know, mm-hmm. rather than tapping into other resources, rather than tapping into myself or my gratitude journal, say if I had one, you know, mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, so yeah, whatever the ritual is, it it's at, it's a space for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To like, yeah, really validate yourself first and foremost before going on your journey of the day. And so, yeah, that kind of struck me. I was like, dang, no wonder I'm so addicted right now. Or like why I look to my phone for another notification or another thing, you know, when I really don't need to. Um, And yeah, it's because I'm I'm seeking validation, gratification from somebody reaching out sometimes or whatever it may be. Uh, Yet I'm kind of setting myself up for that by directly, you know, putting my energy into it right off top rather than along some space for myself, you know? Um, but yeah. 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 Validation is a big no, no, that gets you, that go, that puts you in the opposite direction. So do exactly. not seek for validation. So that's awesome that you're starting to change those habits because they really are just habits. Yeah. You know, that's all that they are. I think some people might get caught up in feeling as though, okay, well, this is just the way I am, which is a very yeah, toxic trait and especially a very toxic thing to say without actually trying to enable change. Um, but still, um, by taking ownership and being like, you know what, you know, I do do this for validation. It's just, you, all you have to do is change your habits, start doing things. You don't have to, and that's the thing. People also feel as though they can, they just have to go for their habits that they want cold Turkey. And they're just, and start doing those things and it's going to be an everyday thing a lot of times it's just self-defeating trying to just feel like you have to have it all together but it's little steps like you're saying like okay well I didn't check my phone today great you know that's that's amazing okay and the next day I got up and I just took a breath 
that's amazing. That means you gave yourself a few seconds. And then yeah. I woke up and I listened to this, this instrumental and, you know, it's just a step-by-step process. So it's like, yeah. once you kind of figure out what you want, start with baby steps. The baby, the, the small wins are really the big wins. It's not the yeah. habit that you create. It's the, it's what creates that habit is the little steps that you take. So just one step at a time. But Heck yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm je- a little Oh my God. Jealous of your morning. I really like how, how you, you know, how you operate in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this, this is, this is brand like, new, <laughs> you know, where you at? I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> for real though. However, I'm like, but for real, you know, I'm like, actually though, why haven't I been doing this so much? You know, mm. if I'm really sitting here saying, you know, I am walking on stolen land. This is territorial land to a people those people who have physically been in this space are still tied to the space energetically you know like Mm -hmm. they're within the soil they're within the water uh they're in the space their energy is still here uh and and that goes for all of our ancestors around you know even not place-based and so it's like yes that is such a major way of tapping in and this is again a, a decolonial structure or a reclamation of you know uh, thinking outside of these American standards, standards. or structures that we yeah. live in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like, here's the thing is like, I feel kind of dumb. I'm like, oh yeah, like duh, why didn't I think of that? And at the exact same time, it's like, it's meant for us to have this disconnect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stru- the system is meant for us. It, it, that's what it's done. Uh, and so it's beautiful finding these little moments where there's an awakening to these things. Cause I was, I, I entered my yoga mat for the first time in like a month. So again, like I'm not doing the things to be the best to myself right now. And I realized that, you know, like moving my body is a major form of therapy for me beyond it being a, a form of therapy. I don't just sit and like do poses on my yoga mat and do flows. No, I allow myself to dance and move and to sway and swing Um, And I've worked as a performer, I've danced, I've studied uh, in different countries, you know, so I have like uh, tapped into like Afro-Brazilian and all the powwow dancing and just different styles. Okay, tell me to put some respect on your name. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying though. And so it's (laughs) great because I've seen like, especially in my time in Brazil, like uh, I spent time around Condomble, which is uh, like uh, uh, evolution of uh, Yoruba, like an African religion that made its way over the diaspora into Brazil. And you also find it in the islands, you know, Cuba, Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. all of there, you know, the DR, they have, you know, Santeria, like there's the different forms of it. Moral is like dance and music uh, is a major part of their ceremonies and, and what they go through. Um, and it's through the activation and through the dance that they, they gain trance-like states. And the same can kind of be said about powwow, you know, and like how our songs are structured. They're not, um, they're not structured in the same way our American songs uh, go and, and, and they have a very repetitive uh, flow to them. So it allows you to transcend into a space that is very trance-like uh, um, and, you know, just using our bodies as medicine. So, yeah. Anyways, tapping back into that, it, it helped with the, these awakenings, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been separated from, uh, these practices, uh, yet it's still within us, you know, it's still within yeah. me. It's still within the body. So it, it's kind of sure. cool. Like once you like hop on one thing, it, it can become a rabbit hole of like, well, what other things can awaken? Yeah, exactly. 
I love it. I love it. Ooh, it's little coming, rat, my it's bad. coming through. No, no, no. I love it. You have all, you have an amazing energy today. And I love how much you just, it's just coming through. I wish people can see oh, you right now. Just, well, thank you. I, I attribute it to the lighting. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> you get the right lighting set up and yeah, you can just look translucent. No, blame. <laughs> no, no, no. I love your I energy know translucent today. was the right word. More or less. <laughs> transcendent let's go with yes, that yes uh, speaking of transcendent and super random aside did you see that they're uh they are possibly green lighting a remake of bodyguard <sighs> this is where i lose a piece of my black card because i have not seen oh, bodyguard oh my gosh the face i know and it pains the me to say that because i have century. not seen it yet my mom's probably like Michaela, like she only her can say, but no, have not seen it. I've seen Waiting to Exhale. So, I mean, I got to get a little something for that one, but. Oh, you have to? Is that the requirement? <laughs> You're that upset with me. I have not seen that the bodyguard. not up for debate. I've seen The oh, Preacher's Wife. Get something. <laughs> I've seen The Preacher's Wife. Have okay. you seen? Have you okay. seen that one? Oh, girl. Okay, I gotta find. Yeah, I seen. got them. I got them. Yes. <laughs> so I can throw it back um, at you. Yes, but no, I, I haven't the, seen the, the body. I guard. think we still have the VHS uh, actually here at the house. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I definitely have the DVD. I don't have you the digital me, copy v. yet from my Apple TV. However, yeah, classic. Um, okay, you know, yes. Well, case in point, I have not <sighs> seen that. I know she falls in love with a white oh. man, but that's about it. Is that the plot? <laughs> That's all that I know about it. Tell me what happens. I want to know. I don't what know. That's what I'm saying. From, from your collection, I of all like I know is she falls pieces. in love with a white man. That's literally all that I know. I have not seen the film. I need to. Oh, so and she's good. dancing in the rain or singing in the rain or something uh, like that. I think that's what film it is. Doesn't she like run to him in the rain? Uh, no. Okay, maybe not. Well, those are the only two things I would have could have possibly known about the bodyguard. She runs to him at like the at the tarmac, um, like outside the jet plane. Was it raining? No. Okay, well then no. Yeah, That's not exactly. I, I was like, the only time I think that she kind of like, like right, wrong movie. was like after like the queen of the night scene when she was like in the crowd and she was like flopping around. She was like, ah! no, uh, and then it looked like it. she was thrashed. So like that would possibly look like rain. Cause maybe when they like escaped from the club, they brought her out into the alley and maybe like there was like maybe rain I remember she had a, on the street. It, these are just from memes that I've seen. I, she had like <laughs> yeah. a black See, that's what I'm trying to place it. That's what I'm like. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of the scenes where this could possibly uh, <laughs> come no, up. No, I haven't the seen, seen it the yet. bodyguard a few times over if you haven't. <laughs> well, is it on any yet. of the streaming? I'll watch it before the next. Possibly. Episode. I mean, I'll have to find it. Yeah, I'm like, I'll hit a Google search at some point. I'll I don't want the clicking on the, on the recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're making a remake. Yeah, We're going to go ahead and just ignore all well, of Scratch okay. all that out because Kayla's a little ashamed <laughs> she has not seen The Bodyguard. Yeah, so The Bodyguard is transcendent. That's where that thought came from. Uh, okay. Because thinking of something transcendent, the movie The Bodyguard, obviously because of Whitney Houston, the voice. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay okay so random okay. uh hopefully not because you know whitney however we'll see um 
<laughs> I can't remember what we were talking about before that. The, uh, the morning. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so a great weekend overall. Um, I had those awesome moments. And um, I also had some really cool blessings uh, recently where uh, one of, or a couple of my good friends sent me some books uh, that I haven't been able to hop into yet. Yet I have them here on my desk. Yes, uh, so one is uh, yes, uh, living with joy. It's keys to personal power and spiritual transformation. It's uh, by Sanaya Roman or Sanaya Roman. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to this. One of my friends has sent me screenshots of excerpts from this book, and it was like mm-hmm. the the paragraphs that I read were like life-changing i was like okay well read me then Uh, (laughs) and then i also received indigenous healing exploring traditional paths by rupert ross Uh, so i'm really looking forward to this um and right off the top rupert ross explores this indigenous worldview and the determination of indigenous thinkers to restore it to full prominence today uh speaking of Imagine yourself not as a master of creation, but as the most humble, dependent, and vulnerable part uh, in connection with the rocks, the trees, water, and all nature. Yeah. And uh, then the third one that I actually bought for myself is a workbook, and it's, uh, it's the Dialectical Behavior Therapy Skills Workbook, uh, and it's, a practical, it, it's practical exercises for uh, learning mindfulness, for interpersonal effectiveness, emotional regulation and distress tolerance uh so it's been kind of cool like i gave myself this little homework by buying this workbook to <laughs> process through my healing <laughs> <laughs> that's okay you that's know? good uh, no, that's that's amazing and, uh, and, and, it's, and it's being supplemented by these awesome other two texts uh by some amazing people in my life uh yet the workbook has been awesome i i've i've tapped into it over the last like three or four nights just doing like one or two pages and it's having me list some things and it's you know starting me off uh i have about 240 pages to go and uh we'll see what i'll be on the other side Uh (laughs) (laughs) hopefully you finish them (laughs) right um yeah yeah so the first page and then throw it against the wall like okay i know i'm like envisioning like this cute like journey in healing and just being like oh my gosh i'm gonna be like purified and washed yeah it's gonna be like this treacherous like stressful (laughs) (laughs) just ripping the pages like lord of the rings like trek be like Frodo Baggins getting like carried up the volcano by an imaginal Samwise Gamgee. Like I'll be that worn out. You'll um, be all right. That's You'll for any of my Lord of the Rings fans, which maybe there's one or two out there. My mom for sure. I don't think so. I finished all of them. I want to say I watched them out of order. I just finished all. Well, not too long ago. Not literally just, but I finished the Harry Potter. Oh, or all of the things because they're all on HBO Max, and I think Lord of the Rings is too. So I'll have to hit that one next. Okay, you so this is like a a recent just. No, it's probably a couple months ago. I finished the. I literally binge watched Harry Potter, which was really good. Actually, yeah, I expect it to be that good, but it was really good. What do you love about it? I don't know. Like off top, like coming out and just like watching it all. I don't know. It's just, it was just different. And I liked the different aspect of it. And I liked all the visuals. It's probably more the visuals than anything, but I was like that poor kid, Harry. I was like, just run, just run, get out of there. You never had a peaceful year. (laughs) 
I always felt bad because he would always go back to his uncle. And I'm like, this fat motherfucker. Oh I was so right. mad at oh him. Oh my gosh. Yes. His uncle Vernon and I think it's Aunt Petunia. Yeah. yeah. And the bars on the windows. I was oh like, oh my gosh. Living in the projects without even, even living in the projects. I'm like you can't go that. nowhere. You can't do nothing. You got bars on your window. Like when they had him under the stairs in the first part. Yep. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, this poor, this poor white man. Actually, I'm, I don't feel bad for white people, but felt, felt a little like bad. A I felt a little bad. I felt a little bad for Harry. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you, you know, you feel bad about a child being kept underneath stairs like that's where they have to live um, they're being treated horribly by their uh, well, I can say guardians. this I know my house didn't have no stairs under 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 our you didn't have no room under my stairs so I mean he was still somewhat privileged to be able to have a room under those stairs not screaming <laughs> Yo, but no no yeah. no no I do I did feel no. bad I did feel bad a little yeah. bit just a little bit yeah I know um and also you know Hermione Granger out there just carrying the girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's like, a boss. yes, Harry, boy with the scar, all of the things. Yeah, Hermione. You know when you really get. She to kept it. them together. She kept when them you together. really get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, She's the backbone yeah. of that friendship. A little friendship <laughs> yeah. group. We all need a Hermione. How were you when uh, you found out who like got paired off at the end of the whole series? Paired off. I'm trying to remember because this was like a. Oh, I didn't okay. watch it. I watched it. You like, re- I swear, I cannot talk any movie with you because you are like, <laughs> I be you going are deep, an investigator. Bad. Like, you seriously, I swear, you have like boards all over your rooms, like with the strings and the, and the papers and the pins of like, you have, you have a complete under, you remember things like they were two seconds ago. <laughs> I'm realizing this about you. I love it, but I hate it at the same time because I'm not on that level. Like, You're like dang, girl, I didn't know we were coming here research. Down like, I know. Like, do you read my mind and research this before we came on today? Like, I didn't even know I was no, going to bring I just, up Harry Potter. I literally just watched did. these things so many times over that it's like. That's funny. <laughs> paired off. Up. I'm trying to remember when they got paired off. I don't, I don't uh, Hermione ended up with Ron at the end. Um, oh, that kind of paired off. Yeah. And then Ron, or, and then like Harry was with Ron's younger sister. Mm-hmm, I uh, remember that. I remember yeah. that. Well, they always had this. <laughs> I like how we're just talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> I know. I just but realized that. There was always we'll some, there was always a little tension. Like, okay, like, you know, Hermione's feeling her some Ron and Ron. All right, don't play yourself. You can be a little hoe if you want to, but you, we know you like Hermione. Like, because <laughs> yes. he'd be so salty for no reason. He was. He was Off childish, top. but like, I mean, girl. most men are. So, right, though. <laughs> so sad. And here we just giggled. Hermione was crying out for help. And we just like, was. Oh, how cute. Childhood love on screen. She's a little dramatic, though. I mean, I mean for real. <laughs> 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 he had her a little snack. He was like the football player. And then she's Ooh, trying to get yes, Ron jealous. And I was, right? like, I was like, he looks way better than Ron. <laughs> also, but it's all cool. he did was stare, though. So, yeah. you know, after a time, I'm sure that has to get old. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. know. However, Hermione dealt with it, so <laughs> I'll just take her word for it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think what I recently watched. One of the movies I actually just watched um, a few days ago, which was really good. It's called Really okay. Love on Netflix. Really Has my love. guy. 
Yeah, I'm okay. trying to think of his name. I want to say it's is it coffee or coffee? No, not coffee. <laughs> Wouldn't be coffee. Ooh. I think it's Kofi. Um, yes, someone told. He plays boyfriend. on my favorite show, Queen Sugar. Yes. Um, but yes, it was a really good film. And it's really it's a really good film from an artist's perspective, because I feel like just as artists, we love a little different. You know, there's yes. a lot of things that we notice that other people don't like we yes. find beauty in a lot of things that other people might seem that, you know, is ugly or unattractive. You know, I read this meme one time and it was like when you date an artist, they see the beauty in the knots of your hair or something i'm like that's so true and so the film is based about an artist a black artist in the dc area him and his um girlfriend are living there and he's basically starting from somewhat of the bottom um and then kind of works his way up as like a professional artist and um it's a really good film because there's a lot of subliminal moments to where they just stare at a scene or a park bench or you know it's really deep in that way but i feel like a lot of artists would get it because we just we just love a little bit different you know (laughs) so so really Really love yeah it reminds me of like a modern day love jones okay really good film have you seen love jones yeah 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 i haven't seen it on repeat yeah i have seen it yeah so i would say like a modern day love jones but it's really really good i suggest everyone to go watch really love okay and i also watched um blood brothers with malcolm x and or it's this documentary about malcolm x and muhammad ali in their relationship okay yes that one was also very good and that's on the flicks as well yes okay i was on my netflix my netflix watch this weekend this past weekend but yeah both really 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 good films the um the really love and you talking about like it being artistic. Have you ever seen the movie Karina Karina? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I even my mom would always have me blow at the the stoplight. Oh, oh, <laughs> how beautiful is that? Me and my mom used to watch that. And um I used oh to do that. And sometimes it worked. So I'm like, when I was a kid, I was like, this really works. But yeah, yeah, magical. But it, it was so sad when she was blowing for the light and mm-hmm. Karina was in the car and she was just crying. Like, I was yeah. like, as a kid, that like, broke my heart. That. Yeah. I was like, it's going to turn green, girl. It's going to turn yeah. green. Just no. wait. Like, <laughs> yeah. like three tears. Like she can't even get like full, like blows out. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, Whoopi is an icon. It's so crazy how yeah. much Whoopi has done in her lifetime. And yeah. even looking back at some of the films that she did prior to The Color Purple mm-hmm. and all of her stand-up acts. And gosh, Whoopi is a legend. Legend walking. Well, yeah, because I mean, she was picked up from her like one woman show on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, she's, like, she's amazing. <laughs> and this is prior to like her film uh, yeah. career. She's a uh, chameleon. Have you? Okay, so watch that as an adult. It's, it's crazy watching it back as an adult now that you've seen it because yeah, I know uh, I haven't watched it. Yeah, I do. There's, there's so many like subliminal things where it's just like, Oh my gosh, I didn't pick up on that. You know, Mm -hmm. like when he's reading Whoopi's resume and he's like, Oh, you were at this school doing this thing for four years. What happened after that? And she goes, I graduated, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, it shows those power dynamics and things like that. Like, like, why would you leave? And he's like, she's like, 
because I graduated. Like, that's what you do after four years of college, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yet him, like, then there's like the question of like, you know, the white male asking, you know, the black woman, um, you know, so there's just like a lot of things. It's really, it's really interesting to go back and see how masterfully uh, the cuts, even in between scenes and whatnot and the music that goes, it's so awesome. It's, it's, it's a really good piece of art. And I think uh, as a, or yeah, and I, I'm curious your thoughts as an artist watching it. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch that. I haven't watched that since I, like I said, when I was a kid. So, yeah. but I remember it always being like a really good film. Yeah. And the I love bomb. older movies. I love yeah. older movies. I can watch those like anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, not so old yet. The VMAs, the MTV VMAs. I was going to say, weekend. so we've uh, also watched. <laughs> right, some new stuff. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you want to say anything else about Karina, but. <laughs> right. uh, and I know for me, I was locking into the VMAs so I could watch Lil Nas X, Chloe Bailey, and Normani perform. Uh, beyond all that, killed all killed it, mm-hmm. you know, Shut just, it down. you know, just the black, excellent, mm-hmm. beautiful beings that they all are, uh, just showing out in the best ways. Yes. New yeah. York has been busy. Yeah. Uh, and again, I've talked about Lil Nas X before the industry baby, like the whole video, when it dropped, I screamed, I was like, you know, in tears beside myself. Uh, and then watching him perform again, uh, it was so great because it was like the gayest thing. And he's just like <laughs> surrounded by a bunch of like black gays. Yes. And they're just like dancing and living their entire life. And I guess pulling the dancer card again, dang, twice in one episode, watch out. Who does she think she is? Uh, mm-hmm. However, being in like the dance like community, that's like one of the things, you know, like I love when I get to dance like that. It feels so natural on my body when yeah. I get to gig and shake and let my neck loose and just slap mm-hmm. my little, you know, <laughs> it feels so good and it's so natural. Yet in the dance industry, you have to be butch, you know, butch. Yeah. And, and, like, structured and straight presenting and you got to posture it in your body you know mm-hmm. uh, and so then to watch these gays just be like ha 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 you know yeah. like as they work through their movements it's so mm-hmm. it's so cool because it's like now there's a lane for us you know no yeah you know uh, i so loved it, it because like, it's it like as soon out. as he came out i just imagined him from um i don't even know the title of the song but the horse in the back song that was like yeah. his first like debut like single that boomed and uh, just Town picturing Road. him old town road yeah that's yes. what it's called and so listen just literally picturing him from back then and then just loving who he is now yes. and like sometimes and i realize that that's kind of with a lot of celebrities it's like sometimes they do things or have to do things in order to become who they are like i watched oh. something and it was like you know well beyonce wouldn't become beyonce if she didn't do this first so it's like sometimes it's like yeah you wish you can come out and you can just fully be you and that's what i think about with a lot of these celebrities and it's like they look a hot mess but like they're influencing the masses but it's like that's exactly who they are and you kind of have to appreciate the beauty of them becoming who they are and becoming an icon because if they didn't do what they did before they wouldn't be them you know yes like Little yeah. Nas X wouldn't be Little Nas X if he didn't take on that first project. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's yeah. like sometimes it's like it's a give and take in that industry, which I mean, that industry is just the music industry, especially is just a huge challenge in itself. But the fact it was just beautiful when he came out and then thinking of who he was 
to see how quickly he bloomed into exactly who he was meant to be. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, yeah, yeah. So that was really good. He did a great performance too. Oh, and as soon sure. as he came out, I'm like, okay, he had his. I'm like, if he has a zipper on, it's bound to come off. So I'm like, we're gonna see oh, what yeah. he got under that jacket. <laughs> as soon as people have things on top of them, it's yeah. like, oh, expect yeah. a I'm reveal. Like, that's a little Something too conservative is- for Lil Nas X. So let's see what he's <laughs> yeah. got on. He had on exactly, exactly what I figured he was gonna have yeah. on, and I was like, yes, you better work. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love the uh, the production assistant who had to like sit there and try to help him get out of his jacket and take his hat off. There was like a mini struggle. That funny there was there was (laughs) she was like trying to like rip it off of him i was like oh that poor girl (laughs) just can you imagine the stress you have one opportunity i know you have you have one job (laughs) you have literally (laughs) one what would have been smart is if he had velcro and then he could have just so all he had to do was literally keep walking but like with the hat and everything I, then I was like, wait, okay, maybe it wasn't stage. I'm like, it had to be stage because he kind of yeah. gave a look at the end, like, all right. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. It did switch up though. Oh, now I can't hear you. Okay, hiccup. Look at us on air. Oh, check, check, check. Okay. Okay, I'm good now. <laughs> anyway i know oh my gosh just all the hiccups left and right yes all right i'm good to go um i don't even remember what it was oh lil nas x X, yeah yeah um dang you said something before that too that i was like oh my gosh i was in the middle of saying something and it just cut me off yeah (laughs) i know yeah for real um well yeah because yeah basically like rihanna had to be pond to replay before she could be fenty beauty you know, exactly. like a yeah. lot of things had to go down in between before the iconic stage. Uh, that yeah. was the, yeah. Uh, thank you for mentioning that. Cause that is so true. Like the journey is part of the development of. Exactly. And that's why the, I say celebrity. don't be outcome oriented, be process oriented mm. and just, you know, as it comes, you know, you take, you take it and you do your best you can. And then, you know, cause you never know what opportunities you're going to land in the process. Yeah. If you focus on the outcome and you're so driven towards this outcome and this result, it's like it's not going to be as great or it's not going to open that. You know, it might not you want you might not have another door to walk through. So it's like be process oriented and just become who you are and opportunities will flow to you. So I really with that, all of that, I think case in point, he's become a really great artist. Yeah, it's been dope. Uh, I love that he trolls people online. I love that he's just like being ridiculous. It's really, it's been fun. I finally committed to like hopping on after Montero and or after industry baby in the video, I was like, okay, I'll hop on the little Nas X train. Uh, and then also Chloe Bailey, who had a little, it, Ooh, it looked she like she body just goals. Girl, body she's goals. All the goals. Body, body, body. Uh, if I had a vision goals, board, I'm like, goals. she'd be on it. yeah right i'm saying though uh beyonce mentorship that thick though (laughs) (laughs) i'd be trying i wish but like plus for my height it's not it's not it's not gonna work out very well but if i was short you know a little bit shorter i could be a little bit thicker and pull that off yeah but yeah her performance was very very good and like her voice and her sister, sister's voice, Haley, mm-hmm. is just so heavenly. So, like, as Heck soon as yeah. she's on the stage, I'm like, her vocals are on 100. But, yeah, her performance and her song was very Beyonce-esque. But, of course, she did. Down, 
she had like all of the the references in there uh yeah. <laughs> she had her dance break like... her transition she had like the drama in the front <laughs> yes. it was kind of like don't Very hurt yourself Beyonce. and then check mm-hmm. up on it and it was yes. like all these like different Just like everything deja vu yeah. which she like flopped down on the ground and she was you know like mm-hmm. that's beyonce of the bet awards you know <laughs> like from her from her moves to her ad-libs it was very beyonce but i mean she did good it wasn't like she yeah, tried no, beyonce no she no not beyonce, at all no you know it's, it's the like, only thing oh, i was she's, like she went ahead and licked up. that she licked that mic at the end and i was like oh, oh my COVID. god but otherwise <laughs> <laughs> i hate ooh, COVID screaming <laughs> otherwise because it didn't go back and forth between her and her dancer huh <laughs> <laughs> But she did great because and it was like she... on the floor where everyone's dancing. <laughs> Six feet, I don't know. Like they could have been breathing on that. But oh my god! No, otherwise, she did a very good job. Plus, it's like she's been getting a lot of flat or like slack or was it flack? She got a lot. Of, she's been getting a lot of flack for like her sexuality. So she just go ahead and like shut the shade. Shut the, yep. I cannot speak today. She <laughs> shut the stage down today. Yes. Or yes. VMA. So she did a good job. Exactly. And Norman, it makes me is it Normani? Yes. She did a great job too. Hers was a tribute to Janet. Oh, damn. Nobody knew. Damn. It was a tribute to Janet Jackson. Because in 2002, when Janet Jackson went on her tour for the All of You tour, she, um, she used to do the same thing, but she did it with fans. Um, to where she would strap into a gurney and then dance to one of her songs. But I actually watched one her performance for one of the fans and i was like that poor man like he was like sweating you could tell like he was yeah. totally intrigued i'm like that's how Janet. could you not yeah you i'm know. just like bruh like I don't, I don't know if i could bring a guy on there because i wouldn't you know it, it'd be like there might be a little you know little obstacle in the way but otherwise like, right <laughs> right well, well Nikki, one time she was like, I like about like letting people like be around her a little bit more than a first interaction because she was like, I'm people's fantasy, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I'd be strange, embarrassed as a guy, this, like, oh know, my gosh, like, like pulled out of you're like, oh my gosh, like Janet Jackson is your fantasy, and then literally you get pulled yeah. up on a stage, exactly. and she's like, you're you're strapped to a, a board, and she's like straddling you and doing I all know. these things. You're like, how you know, I'm like, oh you gotta my keep goodness, you cool though, because it's like with, with the female, you don't see our excitement you know what i'm saying but with the guy it's like it's it's there you know if it's not then you know know what you work with but like otherwise like you gotta you gotta be able to mentally you know keep that thing down (laughs) the whole world watching right and the dvd recording (laughs) exactly little did we know about youtube forever you know you better need to fluff up you know put some socks down there get the tube socks you know get ready you know you'll be on tv (laughs) but destiny's child used to do the same thing too all three of them used to bring a guy up stage yes um i can't think of what video nelly and magic yeah yeah. <laughs> yep, Terrence Howard, Nelly, and Magic Johnson. And of course, Magic Johnson was just smiling ear to ear. Like his face did not change. But Terrence, I was like, the other two, ooh, yeah, they was feeling ooh, it. Ooh, Terrence's like, face. Ooh, he was mm-hmm. he was in it in it. Um, yeah. But <laughs> there's definitely also Terrence Howard used to scare me. Um, really? Why? Yeah, because of Big Mama's house. Uh, because the little boy was like he was Terrence's dad, and he was like the antagonist with in Martin the film. Lawrence? Yeah. The comedy? Yes. I can't remember. Harris Howard was like the scary dad who was like coming, like who the one the one that they were hiding from. The one that led them to Big Mama's house. 
And so I had like a kind of, I had a fear of him because he's, you know, he's, and then all of the movies, he always has that like sinister, like, What's that movie signature that's Terrence like, Howard yeah air to him, you know <laughs> uh, yeah as a kid I was like oh this guy oh he, he gives me the creeps yeah um, now I appreciate it because you know it's just masterful main however mm-hmm. uh <laughs> however <laughs> yeah, nah, he does a good job he, I think of him I'm like in the best man With the um, upside so down guitar mm-hmm. he was just a little suave suave you know the the playboy of the group yeah real laid back um, but yeah, he's he's a good actor. But um, but yeah. Anyway, she um, Normani brought out uh, Tiana Taylor, which was perfect because I think Tiana got like a special rec- recognition from Janet like years ago, and that was that's oh. been like her idol. So, but shoot, talk about body goals. Oh Tiana gosh, Taylor got right? the bot, like kills kills. And isn't she this year's like sexiest sexiest woman alive for one of the magazines? I don't know, but I mean, I don't blame her if she did because she can pull literally anything off. I follow her on Instagram, <laughs> and she could literally wear a black hefty bag, and that girl would be popping. Like she literally <laughs> can wear whatever she wants. But then she's also just a really cool being. I don't know if you ever watched yeah. um, her and Imani's show mm-hmm. oh, shoot what is it called i can't think of what it's called but they have a reality show on e and um it's a really good show but i remember tiana back on my sweet 16 i don't know if you ever <laughs> yeah. seen that that's how oh, that's yes. how we know tiana yep. Yep. <laughs> and the i was like the spoiled girl over here but yep. i just remember oh, watching gosh, that as a right. kid being like well in high school and i'm like I wish I had my sweet 16. Cause like, I've always had a little tomboy in me. Obviously mm-hmm. you can see that when I get on, because I'm just like, <laughs> um, but yeah. And so it's like looking up to Tiana Taylor as a kid, I was like, dang, okay. Well, I could look pretty and ride a BMX bike and yeah. ride a skateboard and have sneakers and this tutu and it's, it's perfectly fine. So yep. um, she's always been really dope to me. Yeah. Uh, no, and then it's dope how she one, presented. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. They had one um, of the best episodes back in that time. Oh, for sure. Hands yeah. down. And most yeah. of them, my sweet 16 was just a bunch of brats. They were like asking yeah. for a million dollars when her parents, their parents had like a thousand. Like, I'm like, all right, you're never gonna get that. Yeah. Or they're one of the better episodes. They got it. Yeah. She she um she had a good episode. But um, but then Buster Rhyme came on the stage him and split star came out yes you know came through with those 90 babies anthems they did a good job um but he always he always hits all the way down to ooh ha do you ever hear that song (laughs) i used to go so hard to that song (laughs) yeah buster rhymes yeah he kept up that old man kept up he's doing good I love Spliff Star, how he like his entire career, like he still gets to perform just as much as Busta. He's up front and center, just off Busta's shoulder. You know, people mm-hmm. are still cheering for him. He's actually saying about 50% of the lyrics themselves <laughs> as well as hyping. So I'm like, you're basically an artist, you know, like yeah. how amazing to like be like, oh yeah, this is my homie. He writes all the raps. He does all the things. I learn them and I get to come and I get to perform them for other people. And look, yeah. at, I'm dressed down. Like, exactly. I don't know. It's it's kind of dope, like their their partnership, seeing how it's maintained all these decades, and just like it was funny watching Spliff Star like still holding Busta up, you know. <laughs> it's beautiful. Sorry, I'm like <laughs> mentally picturing this episode of Martin, and like he's like, I don't know, I'm not saying to explain it later. <laughs> See, this is why I gotta like, go back and watch it. Hold me up. 
I'm cool. Like, I'm cool. I'm cool. Hold me up. Like, I don't know. Anyway. There's Martin Buffs out there. They're getting it. You know, do it for them, Michaela. Oh, wait. You haven't even seen all of them yet. That's what I'm right. saying. I was oh like, I need gosh. to get back into it. I need to like I literally do bought all the seasons of Martin on my on my iPad. Like oh, go off. I've okay. seen every single episode. So like I literally mentally just be will be laughing about something, but it's really about Martin reenacting that something. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's there's an insert for everything. I want to get these references, so yeah, I'm gonna have to go through yeah. and do my research. They have this game called um, Black Card Revoked, and I think <laughs> I think I'm gonna I think, I think that's that the Martin game. Like promoted yeah. to me on Instagram, <laughs> like a family sitting around like playing it. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, and then Alicia Keys came on too. Oh my gosh, that's right. And she did her new single La La, which is actually really good. I love Alicia Keys. She like, I follow her on Instagram too, and it's like it's just all manifestation. I'm like, and that's why I wear no makeup. I don't look like her, but I well, yeah. <laughs> when I don't wear makeup, I can say I'm rocking the Alicia Keys. Yes, the A Keys. And- <laughs> But no, she did really good as well. I saw her on the uh, yeah, VMA for, red carpet pre-show. Um, and it was funny watching all the young artists. Like, they didn't know how to, like, banter. She went in there and she gave clear, concise sound bites. She was personable. She was cute. Yeah. She got the information across. It was the, I was like, okay, veteran, look at you just out here. Like, <laughs> she's like, look, I've been doing this, y'all. Been out uh, <laughs> it was masterful. And I, you know, her time on the other shows, whatever, voice and other ones, I can't list them all. Maybe that is the only one. I'm sure there's other ones. Moral is. Uh, you know, she's gotten the reps in. She knows how to mm-hmm. present now. And it's like, yeah, she's just like walking in that mastery of being yes. the Alicia Keys. She just naturally has like this, this swag about her, like this ambiance about her. Yes. Like super, she's very calm, cool and collected. Like, yes. You don't ever really see her sweat, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so a lot of black excellence is what that comes down to. I want to say that's all of the the black performers, but I believe I guess didn't she get canceled? <laughs> see, I, did you see my? <laughs> I know exactly I'm what like, you're about I'm to like say. Wrinkling my lips. But I don't know why right. like, she do got I, canceled, but we're gonna go ahead and move forward because we don't. You know, we're not. We're, we're it's good. so funny because yeah, I was thinking about that too. I was like, I have to do my uh, my Nicki Minaj, my own research. No, I'm playing on the girls. <laughs> so yes, oh, a playing. lot of black excellence. <laughs> uh, because yeah, I I don't know because I kind of have that opinion too, where I'm like, I think we don't feature the girl, and that's why. I didn't want to say the name. Uh, However, y'all know, y'all know. (laughs) We we take questions, comments, TMs. Go ahead. I mean, if you got something to say, we'll read it. Uh, So good. (laughs) And then immediately following the VMAs was the Met Gala. Met Gala. People people in there was looking a hot mess, bro. Not all of them were looking very good. I seen this post and they roasted (laughs) mad people for what they were wearing it was so funny i wish i saved it because then i could have read it to, read it out loud but i didn't say i know that was, it was like so you, funny. when you get here you're like dang it i wish i saved I, that i thing. know just I so see you can do it. somebody posted and they had like 50 people and they were just coming like roasting them to pieces and everything that they wore it was so funny and i was like ah. but yeah i think who wins the hot mess award is kim and kanye 
<laughs> I did not. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Like for what? You know? I, I why? didn't see Kanye at all. I wasn't no, Kim like in a full it was black Kanye. thing. Yeah, she was with Kanye. The the full black thing next to her was Kanye West. Which I was like, didn't they get a divorce? Like, are they I, aren't they um, not together? But it was I, like Kim um, and Kanye West. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me because he's been showing up with the mask on everywhere else anyway. I'm like, bro, if 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 um if a giant gave him had a tube sock and put it over your whole body, that's exactly what you look like. Like you have okay. an XXXXXXXL tube stock from head to head to toe. Head to toe. They look I'm going to have to go and, uh, and check it Did out. you see them? You, I'm, I'm assuming you have not seen them because you have I not haven't. commented No, yet. that's why I'm like, I really? have it. Yeah. I feel like they've been all over the plate. No, it literally looked like they are it. Okay, I see this black thing. A um, tight fitted tube sock. Yeah, and that's, and that's Kim. Kim, right? Oh, oh, then, okay, I open it up. Now I see this other hooded figure. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's no okay. There's like a just not okay. Well, I'm just like shrugging. I'm just like, okay. no. Okay. I mean, as in I don't confusion. Know. I don't know. He's that, got that his Adidas slides favorite. though on. Oh, maybe not. As I scroll, that was my least never favorite. not. Yeah, well, I'm just now seeing this. Wow. Um, and I guess, and th- that's the biggest thing. I'm well. Here I am trying to like thumb through again to find the actual. You know, maybe the girl uh, could have taken a moment to come prepared with the uh, <laughs> the theme uh, pulled up. However, it's like Americana or something, right? In it, um, I still don't get it. I mean, um, even if I did get it, I feel like all right. So no. yeah, part one in America, a lexicon of fashion. Uh, it will open up in the Anna Wintour Costume Center. Um, it will remain on display. And then the next one in America and, and an anthology of fashion opens. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, focusing on American fashion and yet there is little to no, um, accurate representation, neither in the, like what the celebrities were wearing to this event. You know, a lot of them were wearing like foreign designers. Uh, and then beyond that, um, just the larger elephant in the room, um, you know, (laughs) the fact that, you know, it's on stolen land, um, you know, no acknowledgement of any of that. And as that goes further, um, you know, Native design, yes. native contributions to fashion, uh, indigenous design work, and it's uh, it's contributions to overall fashion. Um, yeah, and but those of you who don't know, I guess what the Met Gala please. is, um, it's kind of like the equivalent of the Oscars, but in the fashion industry, where celebrities <laughs> and their designers um, kind of gain mass amounts of social media exposure for their creativity in fashion. So. Um, just to kind of throw that out there and the money that they raise goes to the, um, the costume Institute. So just a quick little background of the Met Gala, but yes, please move forward. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, and yeah, I actually found like a really cool article on Indian country today that was talking about Kwana chasing horse. Uh, and so, yeah, if you Google <laughs> right, uh, that name, um, they, uh, so yeah, the 19 year old model, um, and yeah, the, 
as I like stumble through, excuse me. Yeah, she was, uh, yeah, uh, an indigenous model and a indigenous representation uh, on the red carpet itself. And she was uh, featuring a lot of turquoise jewelry. Um, and yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was like it, you know, and beyond <laughs> that in the exhibits, um, cause they, you know, it's, it's a museum, it's, it's an art exhibit. So they have a bunch of different uh, exhibits inside of uh, different pieces. Only one of the exhibit pieces was done by uh, an indigenous creator. And I believe her name is Karina Emmerich or Emmerich. Um, I could guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so then it's just, you know, again, it's just a big quote unquote slap in the face uh, because <laughs> as they say on Indian country today, uh, this year's gala theme was American fashion and independence meant to celebrate the opening of the in America, a lexicon of fashion exhibit in the costume. Right. Um, yet, yeah, just talking about the fact that, again, just being overseen um, in this whole process. And uh... yes, Quana Rose definitely came out and killed it. Um, she did a great job. Um, I didn't know who she was until I seen all of the the posts and everything. So obviously I looked in and was like, okay, you know, who is she? Where is she coming from? But she basically is signed with IMG Model. So she is a model. Um, and she's also made up of three beautiful tribal identities that I'm not going to attempt to <laughs> attempt to pronounce because I don't want to mess it up, but she yep. is Oglala Lakota. So um, I can say that one, <laughs> but it was yes. obviously in her language and I really don't want to do any disrespect to her language, but definitely check her out. She's on Instagram um, and she was sporting that Navajo jewelry with the, the sterling silver and the, yes. the turquoise. So she was shutting it down. But on top of that, she always, she also had her um, like tribal tattoos, which I feel like was a big standout as well. Um, oh, heck yeah. And I wasn't sure if that was makeup or what it was. And so once I actually looked into her a little bit i guess those are her traditional tattoo traditional tattoos from her people that was actually they used to be banned by colonizers um way back in the day to where they were that's how they kind of expressed themselves in the coming of age they got certain tattoos and um so that was when she was 14 she got the got her chin tatted with one line so i think it's a new line for each coming of age which you kind of have to um actually kind of be accepted to do in a sense, um, or just reach a cert, um, an important moment in your life to get another one. So, um, anyway, she had some really, she had a really awesome look, of course, that wasn't seen by mainstream as much as it should have been. Um, but she did came, come do and shut it, come through and shut it down. Um, another indigenous person that was on the red carpet, that was not recognized. He goes by the name of Sebastian Hernandez. He Aww. is a native from based out of LA. And basically with his outfit, he had basically a braid, a really long braid, some feathers and blood all over his body. And it oh, was damn. so powerful. Yeah. You can follow him. He's on IG. It's at Brown skin hazel. Um, and his picture isn't on there. I found it on another social media. Um, and it's just the back of him, but it was super, super deep. Um, and I was actually surprised to see that. Cause I'm like, that is like one of the most accurate representations that there is. I was wondering um, if that was real or not. I couldn't tell. I don't know, but that's what I've seen. And it just said, Hey, this is what the media did not show. Um, so if it was, we're going to go ahead and give you some recognition because I feel like that's 
that's saying a very powerful statement, you know, in a, in, in a way that I think it makes white people uncomfortable. So that's why I'm thinking it wasn't shown. Oh my but, gosh. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing like a whole article about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that obviously is the start of American independence, I guess, if you want to think about it that way. Um, but yeah, so there's that. So we want to definitely give some recognition to the indigenous peoples that walked that walk those carpets and those designers that um contributed to the event so wow um, yeah yeah I, I saw that and i wasn't sure and so i just kept scrolling i couldn't tell it well, it was i mean fake you or don't not. really know because it's not like we were there but at the yeah. same time it's like it makes sense that it didn't get any recognition either because obviously yeah. it makes white people uncomfortable <laughs> i mean um, like uh, they don't like being uncomfortable so they're not going to spotlight something like that alexandria ocasio cortez's tax the rich dress uh, you know, that one wasn't like, not that it like, it has to be out there yet, you know, you know, again, statement pieces, uh, mm -hmm. like I only saw that through her, like through her posting it, um, mm -hmm. rather than like being out there. However, the other one that you're talking about, uh, Sebastian. Yeah. So dope. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just so looked up an article. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, yes. We need to see that now. It's not something that you would see at a native fashion gala, but it's definitely a statement yeah. that needs to be seen in a, in a white fashion gala. Um, so, well, especially one that's celebrating that. American fashion, the, the lexicon of American fashion. You know, mm -hmm. I did see another one too where people were talking about it, like how, um, like how how Native American culture itself really did um influence so like now you see like uh ranchers with fringing it, it's called cowboy fringe or something like that you know the one that goes all along the arms across the back across the chest whatever it may be um yeah that came from like native fringing you know and mm -hmm. it was through fur trade that these uh white fur traders were getting these fringed items uh and so like now it's known as like that type of fringe for cowboy fringe you know and you see it um, you know, in Old Town Road in the music video and you see it with uh, rodeo courts, you know, they're wearing this fringe. Yet that fringe, like, you know, that came that was influenced uh, from, you know, the original peoples of this land. That was one example. And they had a few other examples uh, because, yeah, this conversation has been kicking off with a lot of people where it's like, how are you having a whole event uh, where the entire theme is about the history of uh, garment creation and expression here on this land you're yet you're excluding anything pre-contact and beyond that you're mostly featuring a lot of uh international work uh rather than like local perspective or you know yeah original perspective so yeah so i mean We'll see. Case in point, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but at least Quana Rose came out, and I'm not sure. We're not too sure about the other guy. Um, if he, it was actually <laughs> either way, a statement there. was made. Exactly, <laughs> he made that statement, whether it's on social media or in person. Either you know, way, we recognize just like him. Chloe Bailey licked her mic and threw it down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> oh man! But oh my gosh, the way she there, licked though. it, slapped it down on the floor, then she rolled around and whipped yeah, her hair. I, like, I said, "Come on, exit." Pick it up. Don't pick it back up. <laughs> it's COVID. <laughs> oh my god. She gosh. did that thing, but I'm like, all right. 
border, border, borderline, you know, as long as you didn't pick it back up. But um, <laughs> no, but but yeah, anyway, um, yeah. shout out to all the indigenous people out at the Met. Yeah. yeah, and there is a part two that comes up to it in May. So who knows, maybe some change. Uh, I know I've had a few uh, indigenous uh, writers and creatives reach out to me uh, just through, you know, my internet uh, connections and uh, okay. talking about this issue, you know, you have them too. And, you know, in the little beating circle, how you just, <laughs> just talk saying, to people. Go ahead, put some respect. <laughs> okay. Let's put, okay. some, put that respect <laughs> on his right. name. Thank you. Yeah, so these yeah. these are the circles that I roll in. No, I'm playing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, however, talking about that, uh, submitting articles uh, to major publications about this oversight and just the, the overarching... Um, mentality around it all you know the thought around it you know just our invisibility in this way so who knows even between now and the next event in may like who knows who knows maybe Um, maybe some changes can be made you know yes for sure um i also want to shout out lewis hamilton i don't know if anyone knows lewis lewis but oh Mr. Hamilton, (laughs) he's a race car driver, actually. But what he did at the Met Gala was commendable. He gave other black designers their flowers by buying a Met Gala table for all of the emerging black artists and black designers. And so I thought that was very, very dope of him um, to do. So he gave he gave black artists a seat at the table, you know gave them gave them their flowers in what ways he could so i thought that was really dope when i read that we need more like that heck yeah i'm like opening doors or holding doors open you know not only busting down the door and getting through it for like your own progression and your own whatever yet holding doors open for others Mm -hmm. uh, to come on in which i think have we talked about that on here I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't but know. But I'm definitely either. an advocate for it. Like, if you got an opportunity, you got a resource, <laughs> pass that resource along. Yeah, It's not all about competition. Competition is a very colonized mindset, especially within your own people. So, Oh, my you goodness. Be able to say that again. It. Rewind and say it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, share those resources for sure, especially within your own. I'm not scared to ask questions and I'm not scared to take questions either. So point people in the right direction. Yes. Well, thank you for mentioning that because, yeah, very much that thought. A lot of times, even with these like new projects that I've been taking on, I'm like, all right, I got to get all this stuff. I got to I got to bunker down. I got to get myself together so I can get this thing done. Right. And then it's so individualistic. It's so ego driven. It's solely me taking care of it. And that's such a colonial mindset rather than like, you know, I have a an art collection that I'm making. Um And some of my past art, you know, my mom or my sister have been around to help me assist with some of the pieces, some of the parts of my art projects, you know, um, where it's a simple beading task or a simple sewing task, you know, and uh, it's a reminder to me to like reach out to my resources where it's like, yeah, I have this huge thing. And here I am thinking I have to take it on all by myself. Yet that's that's what the system is designing for me to think, you know, whereas, again, stripping away that that whole complex you know when something was created it was done in community uh when you think of like pre-contact indigenous peoples either from this land or from you know back on the african continent 
you know, for us specifically being of our mix. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just, you know, the community aspect of it all. And so I've been trying to apply that to different thoughts um, where like I have something coming up and I'm like, oh, I have to do all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, what are ways in which I can involve others uh, so that I don't have to, or so that I'm not continually operating in this mindset that like, it's all on me only, you know, I have no help. There's nothing else out there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If I, I started to trail off there at the, at the last part. Uh, however, the main point is emphasis on community uh, and reaching out to the resources around you. Yeah, you have to, you have to, it's like, there's a lot of people that shout, Oh, I'm self-made, but you're really not. You know, and I used to kind of have that thought process years ago where it's like, well, yeah, you know, I did all of this myself. I asked all the right questions and, but no, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be where you're at if you didn't get answers to those questions. So it's like, none of us is self-made all, I mean, whether you had to get it out the mud, whether you, no matter what your situation was, you wouldn't be where you are without the help of other people. And if you haven't gotten help from other people, you haven't even got to the point to where you even can even touch excellence yet because there's so much help out there. There's so many people rooting for you. So no one's self-made and don't feel stupid for asking questions. Cause to this day, I still ask questions. You know I mean? That's just like an entrepreneur, just not even just being an entrepreneur. It's like you have to have the confidence to ask questions to get to where you want to be period. Period. You know, the worst you're going to have, so many people are scared of the word of what, what the reaction is going to be, but the worst anything anyone's going to tell you is no, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so if you, if you can get over that hump, that door opens a whole nother world for you. If you can get over the fear of receiving no, if you can get over the fear of failing, you're going to fail, but it's what you do with those failures. The failures make up the successes. And if you can get that through your head and understand that, you would be more confident about receiving no's. You know, it just takes one yes. You know, it just takes that one moment, that one person to see you. Um, And that's all that it takes, you know? So you have to get, be able to get through these no's. You have to get through a hundred no's before you get that one yes. But that one yes, you have no idea what, what, what that yes yes holds. You know what I mean? So um, you just got to keep pushing and keep going and don't, don't be scared to ask, ask for help. I asked, like, even with art artistry, shout out to Lulu, because even years, even to this day, I could probably ask her questions. Like me and her have no problem asking each other questions. Yes. <laughs> so many people kind of feel like, okay, well, this person is competition to me because they're in the same field as me. That's not the case. If they can do something in all the books that you read, if the one thing that you should pull from that, especially when it comes to business, to look at what they're doing, right. And if you can, you can, either contact that person directly. If you can network with somebody in that field, that's what winning is. You can't be scared to hear no, and you have to be optimistic. I think a lot of people are closed minded and feeling like they have to do it on their own just for the credit of saying I did yes. it on my own. Yes. You know? Yes. And like uh, most people, they don't care what you're saying. They care about what you're doing. And if you can do something to a greater level, they don't care about that. I can do it on my own. They're, they, they care more about what you're actually creating your actual results so it's like mm-hmm. hey if you can do more by asking a simple question go ahead and ask that question yeah. you know it's gonna get you a lot further it's like nobody has life figured out you know you're never gonna have life figured out like we're all human beings like as much as i want to feel like i do <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it's just like 
I don't know. It's just, it's just, I'm just literally thinking of all the people who just have such a great potential, but they just hold themselves back because they're scared to take that leap or take that risk and ask that question. Jeez. You know. Well, let's start naming names. Um, uh, hey. All right. <laughs> this We're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, there's people. There's multiple. There's a lot. I mean, I feel like no, everybody no, knows no, somebody no. who knows, knows somebody, you know? Yeah, I'm just playing. I hate, I, it's just, it's, the worst feeling when it's like oh you just want to shake them you just want to shake them and be like bro you have so much you have so much potential so much potential you know you see a better side of somebody than they see in themselves and it's because they choose not to ask those questions because they choose to you know live in some other world to where they feel like well this person's gonna think this and this person's gonna think this or what if my family don't agree about this or it's like, just go be you, you know, they'll see. Cause I think it's the same thing with me, okay. um, not to just trail off, but it's like, no, you're on it. Go. It's like with, with, especially being a beadwork artist, like, no, like I will stand up with my chest out, my chin up and say, no, I'm a professional beadwork artist. Yes. Like put some respect on my name. It. Yes. Like, you know, I know this in and out, you know what I mean? And it's like, people still don't respect me, especially with, I feel like sometimes within the indigenous community or the native community, um, at least when I started out, it's like when I say I'm a bead worker, <clears throat> okay, so you're unemployed. Like, it's like, no, I went out, I put the work in, I'm yeah. an official LLC business. Come I keep, on. you know what I'm saying? I like I got the credentials. My name has, yeah. exactly. My, my <laughs> name is in this magazine. It's like, bro, like I take this ish seriously and it's not Come to on. be respected by, you know, my own, but now. now they um as time progressed and they see okay she's doing this she's doing this then my name rings a little bit different in their ear you know what i mean and it's like back then they didn't want me no disrespect to to anybody else or any no disrespect to anybody is that's what i'm trying to say but i get it because it's the same thing with me so i have to give myself those those kind of talks like okay you may not feel ready or you may not physically see it or you may not see, you know, the outcome of it immediately. But long term, once you're done, you can sit down and say, Michaela, I'm going to give you a pat, upon, pat on the back. I'm going to give yes. you a few extra minutes in the morning just to manifest what you did yes. yesterday, what you did months ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like we all have that feeling of we can be better than. But I think once a lot of people understand that, hey, the only person that's holding us back we will be able to stand up with our chest out and our chin up and ask those questions to get us to where we want to be. You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) Come on. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. Thank you. I just, I really, especially on the res, it's like, gosh, there's so much talent. There's so much skill. That's why I try to use like, you know, people who I know want to be somewhere, you know, and whatever Mm -hmm. that I can, and that goes back into us passing down our resources. Like if I know, that's why I always use Pox, Pox Young as my photographer, because he's got big dreams out here, really trying to make it as a photographer. Hey, you know, come partner with me. I don't know if I can give you any opportunities, but hopefully I'll give you whatever resources I can give, you know, or Lawan Teasley who does videography. Hey, come do my video. You know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not where you may necessarily want to be, but it just takes, why not double your chances of maybe it yes. just takes that one person. Be passionate about like, somebody's going to see that hunger. 
Yeah. And there's a lot of people that act like they want to do something, but I mean, they're not faking it for nobody. Like I can see which ones are actually passionate about who are out here really trying to get someplace. So always be willing to share your resources. And it's like, put, put on for, for your people, you know, we're in this together, you know? So, yeah. Well, that's the bigger thing. Yeah, we are in it together and we all have our individual aspirations yet somewhere in there, there's a common thread because, you know, we're working to also make change for our community and for our family, you know? So it's like, yeah, coming together. Issa Rae actually uh, talked about it one time. I love Issa Rae. Going up from, (laughs) you know, awkward black girl on YouTube and her own website to, you know, insecure on HBO. And now she's, you know, making movies and all the other things. You can't even keep up with her nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just talking about lateral networking, you know, literally looking to her left and to her right and seeing what friends she had, like off of the YouTube episode for her first episode of that show awkward black girl you know those are people that she went to school with and high school with and her friends you know that helped uh you know and it was a one connection led to the other connection which led to the other connection you know not thinking oh i have to get to a certain level so that i can have access to these things no literally looking around you laterally at the people around you who are doing similar work or something that you don't know, like, uh, I don't know how to work in film yet. This person does, you know, so then you work with them uh, in order to execute a, um, a project. Yeah. So just yeah. that thought alone of just like, yeah, looking around you uh, rather than thinking, Oh, I need to get so good so that I get in these circles. No, create the circle. Exactly. I uh, know that you're already in it. Start oh, awaken to the circle, I guess, rather, you know? Yeah. And that's how it's like, Hey, if you don't, get a seat at a table, build your own table. You know, that's exactly how I think about it. And I hate relying on other people to get me to where I want to be. The only person and that I'm not going to, there's no way I'm going to play the victim. If I can't get into a room that I deserve to have, like I'm going to create my own room. You know what I mean? Like I provide my own opportunities. Like if I can, do something I mean, you're, you're on a whole podcast. Look at you. Gang, gang. Uh, out of thin with the, air. With, with one of yes. the best, you know, <laughs> thanks on. to Kellen. You Top know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. Like me and you, bro. Like me and you. Like Yes. No, I forgot where I was going. You you creating your own thing. (laughs) You know, make making your own lane. uh, Yeah, exactly. And it's like, hey, do it for yourself. Like seriously. Like, and I think that's something that we did. It's like, hey, we got a message. If we can't get like, I know for me when I was speaking to the kids and just knowing that someone like the principal was up against like just to know that the principal was basically blocking me from getting to these kids intellectually. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what? No, I'm going to go ahead and take, take it into Dynamics. my own hands. Let me host an event or with the state of Idaho being able you know, to block and take history Literally from these kids. Education system. Exactly. Boom. Okay. Well, we're going to have a podcast and, you know, yeah. and so it's like, it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, Hey, there's always a way. Yeah. You know, Oregon as well. My auntie Joyce, she works in education and it was like, 2019 i remember her saying like she had to like petition or like because they were trying to in oregon take the nest purse tribe they weren't going to include nimipu in oregon textbooks of history um and it's like okay what about all these oregon natives you know like you can't mm-hmm. just or you can't just change history yet yeah. obviously they have been forever you know because it is literally <laughs> his story um however yeah just even yeah how it 
taking us out of the education system, literally out of the textbooks. It's like, dude, really? You know? Exactly. It's a big slap in the face. So it's like, yeah. So there's always a way. So you just, like I said, build your own table, use those connections, come together. And it's like, right. People are going to see it. Yes. And it's been awesome seeing the uh, different projects that other people have been putting on. We've referenced a few of them over the last few weeks. And uh, one of the major ones being, you know, a hot buzz right now is Reservation Dogs, uh, which again is on Hulu on FX, uh, as well as another show called Rutherford Falls, which is on Peacock. It's a free app. So don't be like, oh, I don't have Peacock. You can get it for the free um, internet. The that's free a different story. Days. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. $4.99 a month. Oh, word? <laughs> oh. I mean, it's only $4.99, but I, I finished Rutherford Falls and like, two days so i was gonna say yeah get, in, watch this, yeah get in watch the series <laughs> call it good if you ever want to watch it again start a whole new email although there's no really play. not that much on i literally bought peacock for i'm like okay maybe if i literally bought peacock for season two of rutherford falls okay, okay, <laughs> like, i wanted to yes. stay ready let's just yes. say that but i finished the first the first season in like i said a day or two yeah, it's an easy watch. Um, but everything else is kind of on the other app. So if you have like the basics of Hulu and Netflix, you know, yeah. it's not too much. Oh, another good one, though, is Kevin Hart's Heart to Heart. That's on Peacock. Um, that's a really good one as well. Just to throw okay. that out there. Okay. We'll have to, we'll so talk good. about that one. <laughs> no, just joke it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, because here, you know, these are indigenous creators, specifically with reservation dogs uh all indigenous writers room casting crew and um right now we're in a time where in the season itself we've experienced episodes six and seven um and so if you are a person who has watched reservation dogs and you haven't watched those two episodes here's a little disclaimer for you if you want to like tap out for a moment until you do watch it and uh, also within those two episodes they touch on a or many issues yet one of the ones being one that we've again addressed multiple times it was our premiere episode mental health yes (laughs) which we didn't even mean to happen honestly Uh, we went so deep on that first recording we like i like how we just tossed the idea like you know you know maybe mental health and then we went in and we went in on mental health and it it has became one of our i'm realizing just based on the responses of those who have listened it has became one of our most iconic episodes. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, but I'm glad we agreed. were able to have that conversation because I feel like those that do comment and those that do share um, haven't been, been able to have that conversation. So I'm glad we were able to. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. And so again, we have the resources. Uh, and uh, beyond that, uh, again, just encasing uh, so much of what we have in life and in happiness. Uh, so showing the gratitude. So even uh, in in the face of many of these difficult challenges, also understanding that we have so many great strengths. You know, we have our family, we have our connection, we have our way of, you know, goofing off and, and putting a smile on other people's faces, which is, you know, shedding light and love uh, to others. And, you know, so there, there's a lot of beauty uh, and so, yeah, definitely making sure to look to the light, you know, not not being that Mufasa and Simba moment, like everything the light touches except for over there and, you know, bad Simba looking over <laughs> to the shadowy place. Like, no, girl, let's look back over to the light uh, <laughs> and yes. uh, know that we're, we're strong and beautiful. Oh, of course. 
I don't know if I saved us with that or not. I don't know either. And I was just like, I'm, I'm trying to be the hype man over here. I but, know. Um, but, oh um, my gosh. Sometimes I'd be really trying it. I'm like, come on. I Kelly. do too. It's, no, it's funny because when we talk, it's like, you're trying, you're just, all right. It's, I mean, I think about church, right? When they're like, come on now, come on. It's like, oh, okay. Y'all yeah. really hearing me. Take and then the you keep going. Like, so you there. keep going. And then it's just quiet because they're listening. And then you're trying to close it out on a good note. And it's like, right. what do I say? Yep, let me get this <laughs> you know? punch, you know? Yeah. Because uh, you need a period moment. Period. <laughs> And on that note, just kidding. There it is. <laughs> no, but basically what we're trying to say, y'all, is there are deeper issues and yes, but regardless of our deeper issues, regardless of what we're actually going through, um, just know that we're very, very much loved. And just as a people, we have a lot of strengths and we, it's obviously shown because we are still here and, um, shoot now i got to that moment and i was hey, trying to finish you were up. Doing it. It's i was like right, oh is she fighting back tears away i was like oh it's, it's about to be on i'm like oh we're going to the we're going the crying route <laughs> oh, okay okay <laughs> <laughs> let me bust Rewind. out one more monologue no i'm playing <laughs> uh, okay. what's the maya angelou poem um and, and, and like and dust still, you, and still you rise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and close it out. I feel like we always end on this note, but um, until next time. <laughs> you called it. Ah, we got to Okay, let me. See y'all. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiya See you next time.